podcast is part of the Sports Social Podcast Network. Progressive Insurance protects people's cars, homes, and other vehicles. But if you've ever seen our commercials or even just heard our name, you probably already knew that. What you may not know is that we support Humble Design, a nonprofit that furnishes homes for families and veterans emerging from homelessness. Because a little help goes a long way. And a lot of help. Well, you get the idea. Now, if you already knew all of this about Progressive Insurance, we're impressed. We'll have to find something else cool to tell you next time. Find out more about how we're dedicated to our customers and communities at Progressive.com. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Hey, everyone. It's another one of our preview shows here on the Blue Room. Uh, despite everything that's gone on this week, we have got a football match tomorrow. It's Everton heading down to Arsenal to the Emirates Stadium, looking to end a rotten run in North London against the Gunners. Uh, James Benj from CBS joined me to have a chat about all things that's been going on about Arsenal um, this week. Um, of course, they've got injuries in regards to Alex Lacazette and Pierre-Emerick Aubameyang. They've had a bit of an up-and-down season under Mikel Arteta. But of course, we had to have a chat about the Super League and their involvement in that, uh, the, the short rise and the dramatic fall of this concept. So here's a bit of a segment of our chat about that. Just a reminder, if you want to hear this in full, it's over on Patreon on the Blue Room Extra, patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. It works out about a pound a week, multiple Everton shows every single weekday. Um, looking forward to and looking back at all of our football matches. So if you want to hear more from us, do head over there. It's patreon.com slash the Blue Room Extra. Uh, we'll see you soon over there, hopefully. Uh, in the meantime, hope you enjoy this segment. So I think with, with fans, there is still a lot of anger and it is for the first time, I think, in a long time. And we, you know, whenever we talk, you and I, we talk about the anger of Arsenal fans. Mm. But I think for the first time, it is really clearly defined. They know who's to blame. They know whose head they want on a stick, metaphorically. Um, you know, they, and they, you know, they want Stan Kroenke out of the club. Uh, and that's going to be the talking point ahead of, you know, when, when Everton arrive, you know, they will see protesters, I'm sure, outside the Emirates Stadium. Um, internally, you know, from people I've spoken to, there's real disappointment, devastation. Um, it's a hard, it's been a hard year to work at Arsenal with redundancies, with the struggles on the pitch, you know, not having fans there, um, cost-cutting measures. And I think this was, you know, this was not, as we all know, this wasn't the staff. This was the owners. Arteta said in his press conference, even he only found out that it was happening just before it leaked. Um, you know, kind of as it was leaking. It, yeah, I mean, it, it's the same stuff you're hearing uh, at Liverpool, and I think kind of Arsenal and Liverpool, I think, are quite similar in that the values of the club mean an awful lot to the supporters. Um, it's maybe a bit different to how, and I mean, it's obviously, it's the same with Everton as well. It's maybe a little bit different to how. Liverpool perceive themselves where it's not so much political as um, moral and kind of, I mean, obviously, and I know those words can, can change meaning an awful lot, but it, it's a lot about how a club acts and that it acts with class. I mean, it's the, you know, the thing that Arsenal always talk about. And, you know, I think it's why there's a kinship with a club like Everton as well, that they mm. appreciate their history, that they understand the difference between doing the right thing and the wrong thing. And, that's all been dragged through the dirt this week. Um, and the, the fans will never forgive Stan Kroenke. They never liked him in the first place. But this is, um, it's, the, it's the final straw. And he, he's lost the supporters and he'll never get them back. From the reporting you've done then, because I think it's, there's been sort of two brackets to the teams that have been 
involved in all this. And I think some have been sort of painted as the ring leaders, and that's very much um, Perez at Real Madrid, Agnelli at Juventus, and then Manchester United, the Glazers, and Liverpool with, with FSG. And then there's been other teams that have sort of been depicted as being ones that jumped on the bandwagon out of fear of, of, of missing out in the likes of you know Chelsea and, and Manchester City, you think have been put in that bracket. In regards to this whole process and how it all came about, has anything from your report and sort of indicated what Arsenal's role was in all this? I mean, are they more towards the, the, the former topic who were driving this forward or more towards the latter who were sort of seen, seen this opportunity and thought they had to just get involved for fear of missing out? Maybe somewhere in the middle. They're certainly not, uh, they're not, you know, I don't think they entered this as late as Chelsea and Man City. But, you know, even, and you know, their statement sort of said, we had to get in on this plan and, you know, kind of tried to hint that maybe they didn't have much time to discuss it. And look, this was really led by, from what I've heard, Juventus and Real Madrid. I think you've got to take all this with a pinch of salt because every club is going to try and tell you we weren't at the forefront of this. Sure. You know, this was something, because it's the it's the perfect thing, thing to say, because I think the only thing that, you know, the supporters can understand is if you were, if it was, if it, if it were going to happen, you would rather your team was in it than not in it. If you know what I mean? And I know this is, this is particularly, I guess, is something I saw was the conversation around Everton as well. And it's, it's a hard one, isn't it? Because you kind of want your owners to, do the right thing. Hmm. But if it's going to happen anyway, um, you kind of don't want, you know what it means to be left out. You know that it might, might mean you're kind of never going to compete against the best teams in Europe ever again. And I mean, I, I thought the statement that, that both the CEO and, and was there one from Farhad as well? I yeah, he spoke, on, um, he spoke on Talk Sport a little bit after that. Yeah, I thought they were exceptional. Uh, I thought it was what I would have wanted to hear from my club. But you also can't help but kind of think, well, you know, what would have happened if, if you were in the room involved in the conversations? Would you have taken a stand? And I'm, that's, that's really hard. The whole point is you should, you know, everyone should have agreed. This isn't something, we're not doing this in the right way. You know, we, we can't. Um, who are you? I'm you from the future. What do you want? I want to tell you about Dave. Dave has your future money. Spend it on whatever you need. With extra cash from Dave, you can get up to 500 bucks instantly with no interest and no credit check. Download the Dave app from the App Store right now. That's D-A-V-E. Sign up for an extra cash account and get up to $500 instantly for terms and conditions. Go to dave.com slash legal. Instant transfer fees apply. Banking provided by Evolve. Member FDIC. Sports Social Podcast Network.